the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4, listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. Thank you for listening in. Forecast calling for clouds the rest of the afternoon with a high of 56. Kind of cloudy at night, maybe a shower in spots, low 50. Tomorrow, a lot like today, on the cloudy side, maybe a shower, a thunder shower tomorrow as well. High up 76. How about that? Before you get all uh, spring wardrobe on us, keep in mind that Saturday and Sunday are going to be around 50, 55 for the high each day. Although, some sun and clouds both Saturday and Sunday. And it's been so weird to have, when you, th- you think the sun comes out, you think the temperature is going to go up. And it feels like the forecast lately, when that happens, it's the opposite. But in any case, not bad, not bad at all for this time of year. And uh, I know God's in charge of it all anyway, so we just roll with whatever he chooses to send. Uh, Hello, Danny. How you doing over there? Good? Wonderful? Fine? Excellent. Hi. Hi. You look busy. I am. What are you working on? Just trying to find some clips. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, don't let me get in your way or anything. Well, thank you. We're looking forward to having a special guest this hour. Her name is Christy Clover, and she's written this really cool and colorful book called MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. And I'm thinking pretty much everybody wouldn't mind a dose of that. So we'll chat with Christy in a little bit. We've actually been trying to get uh, our schedules coordinated for a while now, so I'm glad that it works out. Uh, also, before we get into that, I want to let you know we have a wonderful update in our partnership with Cross International. We had Robert Lewis from Cross International in studio with us last week, and uh, they basically work in many countries around the world. We've been focusing on Uganda and Malawi, and um, a $62 one-time contribution covers the cost of food and water and uh, Bible materials. It kind of depends on what the child needs uh, for a whole year. And our goal as a WFIL listening family is uh, is 140 children. That's what our hope for hope was for, and uh, we are right now at 90. Isn't that amazing? We're up to 90 children. So thank you to all those who have helped out and gotten us to this point. It's it's really a wonderful thing. And if you want to help out, there are two ways you can do it. Not too late at all. You can either go to our website wfil.com. Or there's a handy-dandy toll-free number. And uh, you got a pen? Pencil? Ink pen? Lipstick? Whatever you want. 866-367-9655. You can jot that down. And give a call. We would love to cross the finish line soon. 90 children down, 50 to go. 866-367-9655. Or right on our homepage at WFIL.com. Thank you to Ramon in Newcastle, Delaware, 
Benita and Ben Salem and Bruce in Philadelphia, several folks who have given. There have been many more. Whatever you can do is great. $62 takes the cover cost of one. But if you're like, I, I only have $20. Well, that's great. That'll, we'll pair that with somebody else and get a child covered. Or maybe you say, well, I don't like numbers that aren't even. I'm kind of monkish. I'd like to give 100 even. Is that all right? And the answer would be, sure, of course. And we'll pair you with somebody else to square things away. So thanks again to everyone who's done that. One last time, it's 866-367-9655 or WFIL.com. Just click the cross international banner. Something else uh, I want to just run by you. Uh, Tony Evans, who you may be familiar with, WFIL airs uh, the program, The Alternative, in the evenings. And we have some uh, other opportunities for you to hear that program. Uh, he lost his uh, wife. Um, passed, she passed away a couple months back, and just wanted to share a brief update with you directly from Dr. Evans. So this is Dr. Tony Evans, and a little update from him. Hello, friends. I wanted to take a moment to express my gratitude to all of you for your love, your care, your concern, and most importantly, for your prayers. You know, we've come through a very difficult season, myself, our family, with the loss of my wife for 49 and a half years. Uh, It is a painful thing to lose someone so close for so long who loved you and whom you have the privilege and honor of loving in return. We don't have all the answers. God hasn't given us all the answers to our why this, why now. You know, I've often said it's, uh, to use the words of the tale of two cities, it's been kind of the best of times and the worst of times. We came out with the study Bible and the Bible commentary and then in that same season, the great loss. God's ways are past finding out, but he promised us new strength during our struggles. And part of that strength, a lot of that strength has come from friends like you who have walked with us, prayed with us and for us, who sent encouragement to us. So I just want you to know that when Lois left here, she left here having fought a good fight having finished the course, and she definitely kept the faith because she kept calling out to Jesus as the calendar began to wind down. And we believe that all of this was possible and our ability to, to continue going. Me and the kids, we, we, are, we have not grown dim in our faith and our love for the Lord or our desire to minister. And we know that just doesn't come from our grit or determination but it becomes because we've got wind beneath our wings and you are that wind beneath our wings. Thank you for your prayers. Continue praying because, you know, there are those moments, <laughs> there are those seasons, uh, particularly this close to things happening, that uh, you, uh, you struggle a little bit more than other times. But we know that with God's power and your prayers and our trust in him, that he will accomplish his good purposes even in the midst of our pain. Thank you. And it's nice to know that you're loved, especially when you need it most. We know we're loved because you've helped demonstrate to us by the gracious way you supported us. God bless you. And thank you for your friendship. That's Dr. Tony Evans from the program, The Alternative, weeknight at 730 on WFIL. Give you a little chance to know more of his heart in addition to the ministry that you can hear uh, every weeknight 
Again, 730 to 8 on WFIL. We'll take a quick break, and we're looking forward to jumping in to a nice conversation with Christy Clover, author of the book, MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. And just right out of the chute, if you'd like to win a copy of this, send a text or an email sometime during the hour between now and 5, and we'll put your name in the hat to win a copy. The text line for the show is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, or you can email Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Just put your name in there and the, and the letters M-O-M. That'll, uh, that'll be simple enough. Back with more in just a moment on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 413, The Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thanks for listening in today. Glad to bring to you a very special guest. Her name is Christy Clover, and the book is called MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. Hello, Christy. Hey, how are you? Great uh, to be here. Absolutely, yeah. We've been trying to get connected with you for a while, and back and forth, we each had, I guess, more on our side, we just had stuff going on, and we were able to uh, connect today, so I'm glad for that. And to be able to talk about this beautiful book that you have, starting with all the color on the cover, it's an eye attention grabber, uh, M-O-M, <laughs> Master Organizer of Mayhem. It has the M-O-M feel, like the SOS, like, help me, please. That's right, <laughs> So simple solutions to organize chaos and bring more joy into your home. So share a bit just how this came to be. You're you're a mom, you got kids, you got life happening. What's what was the backstory for this? How long has this been kind of in the making for you? Oh goodness, great story. Well, I've been a mom for almost eighteen years, so I guess I could say eighteen years. Yes. <laughs> you know, but life brings chaos and so, you know, really it's it's always a struggle, and I think the biggest thing for me was, I mean, the, the real story started um, when I was first asked to speak on this topic, on home organization, and I felt like, what are they asking? Why are they asking me to do this? Like, they've been to my home. I don't understand. <laughs> and so I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, why in the world would you want me, of all people, to speak on home organization? She's like, because I've been to your house. We will have a play date, and everything gets totally crazy and I'm like yeah exactly like but then you'll host a party the next night and your house is perfect and I'm like oh that's just because I have all these systems that I've learned how you know how to use and kind of learned how to tweak she's like exactly tell us that tell us that secret because the the fact is is that I really did have to learn how to be organized I would not naturally organize like I can pack a trunk of a car like nobody's business like I am the queen of Tetris when it comes (laughs) to things like that that's great but like Figuring out how to make mom life fit with, you know, just normal day-to-day life. Because, you know, kids will undo. Like, I can organize a drawer, and then my kids use the drawer. And it's like, all right, that was fun. Yes. I always thought <laughs> that, like, cool. if everybody wanted proof that evolution wasn't true, it's like, just look for two socks that match. And uh, things get disorganized <laughs> by nature. They don't come together. You know, all the socks don't, the socks don't line up and, and, and pop in your drawer properly. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I know. Exactly. I love that proof. <laughs> yeah. Just look at your sock drawer. So, but, but I so, love it. Yeah. So the system, so that's, that's a, a key thing that I think for people to be encouraged by that, that, that you had to learn that because sometimes I think you can look at another person's situation. Like they always seem to have their stuff together. I just wish I, you know, you know, I was gifted that way, but there's grunt work involved yeah. and, and, and thought. Oh Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's what people don't realize, especially with social media these days. I mean, we have perfection forced on us 
24-7 if we let it. And But what we don't see is behind the scenes. We don't see that that blogger that took this perfect picture of their meal, you know, behind them is, are the pots and pans and everything yes. everywhere. So I always tell when I, when I speak, I always tell people, I'm like, just pretend that it's chaos behind them. Yes. <laughs> you see perfect. But, and that is the thing that we think everybody has it together. And some people really are, I mean, there really are those people who are naturally organized. And a few of them are my friends. And, and God bless them. Like, I go to them when, I, when I'm like, I am stuck. I am constantly struggling with the same thing over and over again. What do you do? And, you know, sometimes the way they approach things is different because they, they really are naturally good at it. And I'm naturally got to figure out an easier way to do things. Because some people really overcomplicate things and that doesn't work with my brain. My brain's really like, yeah, nope, I'm not going to do it like that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, so it is just learning what works for you. And that's like, that's actually my first rule in the book is glean and tweak. You need to learn from other people and whether it's Pinterest or you watch a, you know, a home and, you know, a food network or home and garden show or something, um, figure out how they're doing it and then work backwards. Like, what do I want? that to look like in our house and how can I bring that together? Christy Clover is our guest, uh, author of MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. And yeah, the, the book is you know broken up into several phases. And that first one, that, like the foundation, 10 simple rules that will change your home life. And that glean and tweak technique, the first rule that you have there. Uh, even before, like, there are a couple other ones I want to ask you about uh, of those uh, practical, to- uh, simple rules. The foundation itself, right? Because you, if you really want to uh, not just be dealing with things pathologically as they pop up and putting out fires all the time, <laughs> what what's the foundation to, to really having a chaos-free home? Uh, that you, you write about this. Yes. Well, I do break it down into 10 rules. So when yeah. all those rules are working together, that's really what you need. But I mean, what my first, I, we kind of switched things around. Like I've actually, these same 10 rules are the 10 rules that I mentioned that I came up with for that first talk. Yes, right. MOM, Mass Organizer Mayhem, first talk 13 years ago. Those rules are the same, but they changed orders a little bit because I wanted people to know that they need to learn to glean and tweak and to let go of what they think the rules are. I break rules all the time. Um, like we, we wash our clothes on I'm cold, like even if they're they're white. I don't care. We just need to get them washed sometimes. Right. You know, we'll we'll run our dishwasher when it's not completely full, and that's okay. And so what my big thing is, when people are trying to just look for a foundation, I mean, if, if to boil things down really easily for your listeners, is you first have to identify what in the world is going wrong. Like where, what's broken? Like what's this, what needs a system in your house? So is there just a corner of a room that just constantly has things getting cluttered over there? Maybe it's an entire room. Maybe it's an entire house. But you have to figure out, okay, walk into your busiest room and say, what is it that's driving me crazy in this room? So identify that, and then you start figuring out a system. And you just pick one thing. you got to pick one thing. And so I'm, I'm really, really passionate about people not trying to do everything at once because I've done that and you just end up with an entire house torn apart and that doesn't make it easy for anyone especially when you have kids underfoot who are going to be like oh look at this fun project mommy's working on to get organized I bet you I can like hide that (laughs) (laughs) right right Christy Clover our guest today author of MOM Master Organizer of Mayhem Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home if you want to win a copy send a text to 610-500 3683, 610-536-83, or email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Just throw your name in there and the word M-O-M, 
and we'll know what you're texting or emailing about. Quick break. Keep our chat going with Christy in just a second at WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 423 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL.com and on the WFIL app, which you can download free from WFIL.com. Christy Clover, our guest, author of MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem. And uh, among those rules that you do have in that phase one, uh, a number of them, they're all interesting to talk about uh, in the interest of time, just to pick out a few, perhaps. Uh, one of them, choosing which balls to drop. I think because uh, we have a friend who uses the phrase magical thinking, and it is Ooh. easy to uh, overestimate how much you can get done in a certain amount of time or uh, in life, even not just in a certain day. But in life, and and perhaps just say, you know, maybe talking about that and and uh, the, the priorities, like really talk about that a little bit. The, the, you know, don't forget what your pr- top priorities really are, so you don't get too far afield in things that might be good to get done, but that's not your top priority. Right. So we all have like a list a mile long, usually of things that we want to get done in the day. And the thing, the the reality is that you really only can juggle so many things at once. Like balls will fall. So the key is to figure out which balls you really need to make sure don't fall. And those are your priorities. So you don't want your family to fall between the cracks. You don't want your relationship with the Lord to fall between the cracks. So that's important, too. So you want to really look like what are the big things that are important to me. And so that's what we kind of try to focus on. I have this. The silly little thing that because we're the clovers, we ha- do a lot of things like four leaves. So I usually have a lot of tips that are based on fours. Yes. That is the four F of priorities. So that's faith, family, friends, and fellow man. So I kind of always running things through that. So if our calendar is getting a little too swamped and busy, I'm trying to figure out, you know, is this going to create such a busy schedule that I'm not going to be able to make time with the Lord because I'm going to be too exhausted? You know, is um, this is going to take away from time that my husband and I need or my kids and I need, you know, and then looking at the rest, like, hey, we need to interact with our friends and our church family because they'll go into the friend category, too. And then, you know, is it more ministry minded and looking at fellow man? And so that's where we really do. I mean, you can even get nitty gritty by thinking about should my kids sign up for the sports team? Well, sports is probably, you know, if it's a family event and you've got more than one kid in, maybe your spouse is coaching or you're really involved. So that's going to move up the priority list because that's something fun you're doing as a family, but it might fall down that list if it's just, you know, doing it with a bunch of kids that your kids don't know. And so you just kind of have to figure out your own system for how to figure out what's most important and make sure you're protecting those things in your schedule because things will fall and you just want to make sure those aren't the important things in life. couple of rules, and you can speak as little or as much as you want about them just to throw out that, that struck me also um, rule number uh Four, which says do your worst thing first, attacking the projects yes. we tend to put off. Uh, there's that one, and then the one a little bit later on uh, in in phase one, uh, uh, prep uh, number seven, plan ahead. A little bit of prep work goes a long way. So, yeah, share share about those two if you would. Okay, well, the, the rule number four, do the worst thing first, <laughs> that one, Yes. you know, I love that one because that's the one that I, everybody has that thing on their list that goes from one list to the next list. So that yes. thing that you know you're constantly putting off and it just kind of pulls at you like, oh, I really don't want to do it. And what I found is when I just like turn my focus on that and like, okay, I am going to get that project done. 
And then I create a game plan and I do it and I feel amazing afterwards because now it's done. And then everything else seems so much easier to get done. So in the book, I really wanted people to not back down from those big projects that they have, those big, you know, just scary things that they need to get done in their home. And so I really break it down in how to get those projects done. So what are the exact steps? Because one of my other tips is baby steps. Because you can't, like, I'm not going to say, oh, I've got an hour. I'm going to go organize my garage. Yeah. That is not realistic. Right, right. Unless maybe your garage is pretty good put together. <laughs> right. Unless you've you got to break it down. Yes. Yeah, and then, number, and then rule number seven, to plan ahead. Yes. Because that could also be a little bit boring for people. Like, I'm, let me just dive in and start doing stuff, but not actually a little bit of prep can actually perhaps save you a lot of time and wasting, you know, being, a, what do they say? You can be efficient, like, but not effective because you're, you're doing stuff fast, right. but you're doing the wrong stuff or not as good stuff. Right, exactly. And I have to admit wholeheartedly, I'm a creative. So if people follow Enneagrams, I'm a seven. So like I'm creative. <laughs> I am all about fun and spontaneity. So learning to get organized was really hard for me. Hmm. And this was the game changer for me when I started learning because what I was finding is that I was, there's a lot of things in our day that we do the same thing every day, but if we're having to start from scratch every single day, then it's not helpful. So when we had our, we homeschool now, but when we had our kids in school, I was finding that it was a constant battle to get out the door. And so by creating, I just literally jotted down on a little index card, like these are the things we have to have ready by the back door. And so it just helped me at night to remember all, like all four things. Like, cause there's nothing worse than getting to school. And this sounds ridiculous, but my kids would sometimes forget to put their shoes on. And I'm thinking <laughs> that's a basic thing. But like, if I wrote down, double check kids have shoes on before I strap them into the car. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but that is a real thing. Make sure they actually have their work in their backpack. So just those little things that, we need to make sure we articulate because we already, by morning, we have a bazillion things. We have our to-do list in our head. And so it's easy to allow things to fall through the cracks. So when we have basic lists, and I do this for when we go on trips, for when, I mean, even, I mean, obviously with grocery shopping and things like that. But when I go on a trip, I just print off our packing list um, for that particular style of trip. So we have, you know, we go to Hawaii. And so, because um, I, I was blessed sometimes. I was married into a family that loves going to Hawaii, and so I suffer through it. But yeah, you know, you have a packing list. <laughs> That's been that. hard, right? We go somewhere cold. I know. I, I really. I know everybody out there is like, oh, scarred for life. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. So I've just found helping out. I mean, making a list and figuring it out has really gone a long way. Yeah, Christy Clover, our guest today, author of M O M. Master Organizer of Mayhem: Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy. Into your home if you want to win a copy of her book. Send a quick text to 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Or email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com sometime this hour. Uh, take a quick break. Keep our chat going with Christy in just a moment. WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 4.33 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Got a lot of clouds to carry us into the evening and overnight. 56 the high today, down to 50 tonight. Might get a shower coming through. Tomorrow, same story with the cloudy thing and the shower, thunder shower to possible or likely warming up to 76. How about that? Saturday and Sunday, some sun and clouds. High 53 Saturday, a lot cooler. And Sunday's high, just 50. 
Christy Clover is our guest. She's author of MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. And I'm not sure we officially said this, but you have, uh, did you say you have five children, right? And homeschool. And you have a podcast and all the other things. And of course, you know, married, the whole enchilada. So so when you're, you're writing from experience and in the middle of it, like struggle, think work, figure things out, but still have more to figure out. And it's a living, breathing thing that you're still working towards. So, um, yeah, I think people can be discouraged. Like they look for hope, but they're like, ah, if somebody already has it put together, I actually don't want to be around you because you make me feel worse about me, but you're not saying that. (laughs) I am not. I struggle just like everybody else. In fact, it was almost ironic, but just, I don't know. It was good timing, right? (laughs) When we were launching this book, we happened to be knee-deep in the middle of a massive home renovation. So if you want to bring a little mayhem into your life, launch a book and start a home <laughs> renovation project. Yeah. I mean, it was hysterical. I mean, it was it was, it kind of almost just, like, left me laughing. Like, of course. Like, I'm going to talk about mayhem. Why not see just how much mayhem we can have in the middle of talking about it? That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, and, and as you talk about that, and there's the book and broken into three phases – Phase two, the framework systems that will make your home more efficient uh, right at the be- beginning. They have decluttering systems, easy steps yeah. for crushing the clutter. And there's a four leaf approach you have uh, mentioned the clover thing. Share about that a little bit, if you would. Yes. Well, a lot of people know that when you are trying to declutter room. So let's just say your problem area is a bedroom um, or even start with a bookshelf. That's easier. So if you have a crazy cluttered corner that has a bookshelf, what I always encourage you to do is you want to empty it and clean it first. But the four-leaf approach to that, because now you've got everything off, and you're like, yeah, now what? <laughs> right. Um, so you want to figure out what is keep-worthy. And so I have questions that you want to ask yourself about what you want to keep. And the main, the most important thing that I try to get people to understand is you have to look at whether or not it is something that you're actually using. But is it a blessing? Like, is it a blessing to your home to have that, or is it just clutter? Like, is it something that you really don't need and that it could bless someone else? And I find that when we are thinking about that, like, could this be a blessing to someone else? Then that helps me to let go of things. It's like this weird mental thing that happens for me and my kids. My kids will do that. They're like, you know, I don't play with this as much. I think another child would like this. And so we donate it. So we have one of those, my little four leaves is keep, toss. So sometimes it's not good for anybody. (laughs) You just need to throw it away. And then um, to donate, so you could, you know, you can gift it or bless it. So that's by blessing pile. And then also to sell. So if there are items that you have decided this is something we can get rid of, but it's a higher ticket item, then I'll put it in a a sell pile. And the key with that is that if you don't put a date to sell it on the calendar, um, then it kind of ends up being clutter in the corner again. And so I like to say you need to be willing to donate that if it does not get sold in an amount. You know, like give yourself yeah. a, a goal, like get it sold or it's going to be donated. You know, that blessing pile of the four that you mentioned that, that also is a neat way to think of it. So you're not just looking at life like in terms of it's a big ball of junk or a big ball of confusion or yeah. chaos, but like, how could even because because one of the questions too I would want to ask you is uh, systems aside and strategies aside also there's probably you know some character uh, or just who you are as a person that maybe also needs to uh, undergo some examination not to be necessarily right or wrong but the idea of let's say you're a pack rat and you you're, you're super nostalgic and don't ever throw anything out 
or close to it, which would be me. I, I tend to be more like that. Every birthday sign my kids ever made, I have a file for. I don't toss things. Aww. My sister's like, take a picture of it, and then you have it, but you yes. don't have to hold everything, uh, you know, so to speak. So uh, just curious, your, your, the, the approach, the mental side of things, like rather than feeling like, well, I don't use it quite as much anymore. I still might use it. Rather than have a lot of life in limbo, it, it would help you feel better to release it to someone else because you think, you know what? While I might use it, someone else probably will use it and benefit from it, and that would be worthy of – that helps me let it go. Um, yes. Do you find it to be the case for you? Oh, absolutely. In fact, um, one of the – I talk about clutter twice in the book. So this is like – the chapter you're discussing is that's like the system. This is like how we're going to do it. Yeah. But um, in one of the rules, I one of the ones that I mentioned is clearing the clutter, and that's really looking at our relationship with our stuff because it's funny that we do have relationships with things. And mm. um, one of the stories that I share is about my grandma. My grandma passed away about two years ago. And um, she was a hoarder and she was not only a hoarder, she was an organized hoarder. So when she had, <laughs> when I say she had floor to ceiling, you know, piles, like she really did. And she could pack more into those piles than anyone could ever dream. I mean, we were just like knee deep and think literally sometimes chest deep. And um, she had a guest room that she didn't use because you almost couldn't open the door. So um, I talked through, cause I, you know, knowing her so well, I mean, she had, I mean, granted she was getting older and so it was harder for her to get rid of things. So her, 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 you know, theory and how she would take care of it was like, I'll just store it. Um, so that was a problem. Yeah. So I mean, we all have reasons, but there tends to be two reasons that stand out to me. And one is financial. So either, and it's funny, we do this with free things. Like I got it for free, so I should go ahead and keep it because it was worth something. Or when we spend money, especially hot, big price items, like we had this, um, a huge like air conditioner unit that we just we ended up getting air conditioner for our entire house, and so I'm thinking we spent four hundred dollars on that. So like uh, I don't what do I do with that? Like we don't really need it, and what do we do? And so we ended up we, there was a family that we just loved, and we were able we gave it to them for a deal of a deal. Mm. But it it was like I have to let go of that because it's not doing me any good to let it sit in my garage. It would do them a lot better. We got a little bit of money back for it, so it made me feel a little bit better. But you have to learn to let go of it for financial reasons. But then you also have the sentimental reasons, like you had mentioned, is that sometimes you hold on to things because they're special. In some way, they you know are special, and sometimes we hold on to things because we feel guilty. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really crazy the emotional attachment we put on things. Yeah. Our guest is Christy Clover. She's written the book Mom, uh, M-O-M, Master Organizer of Mayhem. Suits the mom angle that you, of course, you wear that hat. And uh, <laughs> and the subtitle, uh, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. And it has the combination of what's kind of underneath some of these things and the attachment you say we have to our stuff, which deals with with uh, intangibles in a way, compared to, say, in phase two uh, in, in uh, number 14, it's, uh, chapter 14, storage systems, maximizing your storage space. I know. If I ever go out, uh, I can be guilty of going to uh, Walmart or somewhere and I look at all these, all these plastic containers. Look at these drawers. Oh, I could fit stuff in there. And I just take a bunch of stuff home and like it kind of works, but it's kind of like, uh, I think I got excited about the idea of organizing, but it doesn't really match the stuff I have. And now it's kind of taking up space. <laughs> so 
Um, Absolutely. You know, so I mean, I know on a practical note, for example, one of the chat, one of the just one of the pieces you have here, make the most of the space you have. Think inside the drawer. Think outside the box. Use counter space carefully. We talk about that in our home, like hot spots where stuff lands on the counter and it's like all of a sudden it's, the whole place is messed up because you've got a bunch of paper sitting in a convenient spot to drop them. But, but anyway, so in, in terms of in terms of storage systems, just I think that, that interests people. You know, like uh, it's just fun to think about that stuff. What what what? Where do you fit with that personally with systems? And do you get jazzed when you get a chance to go to the the cabinet store or whatever? You know, what's what's that place? Uh, there's a place around here that has it's nothing but organizers, and you could go bananas. Oh, yeah. You know, just share about any any tip or thought on on that system and and your relationship to it. Oh my goodness. So I have to say that if I walk into a store that has like, like the container store, other stores like that, I'm like, well, I get like seriously a little, like I get kind of crazy excited inside because I'm like, oh, so pretty. (laughs) Right, right, (laughs) right. And so, and that is a problem. Like I used to be, and I still, there's probably still some spots where you can find like a bin that's beautifully labeled and I probably need to sort through it. So the house renovation actually did force me to go through a lot of those bins and kind of see, like, what did I throw in this bin that I don't really need in here? Um, but one of the things I try to encourage people with is, first, you have to really, before you ever buy a storage container or use the ones you have, you have to figure out what's worthy of being stored. I mean, that's really at the heart of it all. Like, you can put everything in your house in a beautiful container, but you're still storing clutter. So you need to make sure that you're not storing clutter. Like, is this worth keeping? Is this something that I'm going to need cyclical? Because you've got seasonal things that you need. Maybe you've got, maybe you're still in on having babies phase, and so you're storing baby clothes. You know, it could be a a number of things. Um, So Mm. that is what you need to really decide. And so I help people to figure out, yes, we can maximize that space. (laughs) First, please make sure it's something you want to keep. And I giggle, like, when I've helped friends and family when they're moving or just, you know, it's anytime I go to a friend's house, they're like, so I have this project for you. I'm like, Oh, I love it. So I do love helping people. And so this one time I went to someone's house and I giggled because they have like multiple things in their drawers for this. Like, so you don't need like four can openers. Like one is probably great. Maybe you store one if you're going to be camping or, you know, like if you're that the family that are going someplace, maybe you travel somewhere where it's handy to make sure you're packing a can opener. So maybe that's why you would have a second can opener, but you don't need four. And so oftentimes we, we do, we hold on to things that we don't need. So storage systems, you got to start by figuring out, is it worthy of being stored? And if so, what size container do I need? And so then you are measuring and you are making sure that that trip, I will not let myself buy anything at the container store unless I know I have a need for it. doesn't matter if it's beautiful and it's going to look great on myself. I will make sure that I need it. That uh, that takes an incredible amount of self-discipline. That's like me going to the uh, computer oh, store, not <laughs> buying all the stuff I didn't know I needed when I walked in. I know, right? Yeah. See, and then so you need a bin for all your computer stuff. That's true. <laughs> Sure. I have you know two. I do. For all the cables <laughs> and cords, I have two full-blown, they're like toolbox things. They have 12, 18 compartments in each, and they all have different USB Ooh. sizes, and they're all curled in the little, with uh, twisty ties on them. And, but then I realized, you know, I just didn't want to throw them out, but I haven't used most of them. And since I ever, since right. I organized them, I haven't used them. I just didn't want to throw yes, them out. And that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. We do that too. <laughs> yes. 
Well, and life's not perfect in that regard. If you if you executed everything perfectly, then you know you wouldn't need your book. But this is something that is, <laughs> all of us. It's, it is a work in progress. And sometimes someone gives you a, a four can openers. You know, four different people for your birthday, and you, now you have four. You didn't ask for them, but you got them. So I mean, you have to roll with it, right? So Christy Clover, our guest today, author of M O M, Master Organizer of Mayhem: Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. Want to win a copy? Send a text to 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. That's our text line or email D T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Just put your name and the word mom in there. We'll know what you're texting or emailing about. Quick break. We'll wrap up our chat with Christy in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email Timmy D at WFIL.com. 449, The Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for listening in. We've been chatting uh, this hour with Christy Clover. She's written a book uh, called MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. You can get the podcast uh, a little bit uh, later on tonight, maybe about an hour from now. uh, We keep our chat going with Christy. And in phase two of your book, which you call The Framework, The Systems That Will Make Your Home More Efficient, there are... uh, a lot of good uh, chapters in the uh, you know in that section. One in particular, chore systems and training kids to help. Oh, yeah. My wife and I also have five children, and we homeschooled primarily. So there's a lot of similarity to what you're talking about. I used to coach their soccer team or their, their baseball team, softball teams, and have that whole like how like when we choose to commit to a sport, especially because there's so much involved and and sometimes traveling around that you know you want to make sure you're not doing it just because you did it the year before. But I also don't like to quit yeah. things, so we usually keep going unless there's a real reason to not do it. Uh, but that said, to get them involved, and partly not just so it helps diversify the work, but also to train them and give them the, the, the gift, really, of learning how to say, you know what? The house does – the trash doesn't – without scolding, the trash doesn't empty itself. You see that truck out there? Yeah. Daddy pays a lot of money for that truck. Uh, to come every week to take our stuff away rather than have all the diapers pile up and smell the house up. Isn't that great? We just have to walk it 40 feet from here to there. And he comes every time to say, he doesn't, it's not like a moving target. It's the same day, same time. We don't have to worry. Just take it there. Isn't that great? So, you know, so talk, how have you worked with your kids aside from your rallying cry in the morning or whatever it is and (laughs) go team team Clover. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, we have so many different systems that we've used through the years, and it really does change depending upon the dynamic. And so that's where it's like, I think people can sometimes get stuck in a rut, like, this is working right now. Okay, wait, it's not working. Why isn't it working? It's like, well, because your kids just got five years older. You know, it's like, you don't have to, you know, my teenagers are capable of doing a lot, but so are my younger kids. And so we're constantly kind of switching things out and trading roles. And um, and sometimes I, I, I reach a point where my older kids are starting to feel a little, um, oh, they're feeling uncomfortable. They're like, you know, why are the younger kids not helping out? You know, like, we feel like we're always picking up after them. I was like, oh, well, the first thought, my first thought was like, welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then my second thought was like, you're right. Okay, let's start training them. And I said, and so I actually, my older kids started training um, the younger kids on how to do some of their chores. And I go, grab a buddy. And, you know, and so we started doing buddy systems. And, you know, and it just depends on the stages and the ages of your kids. Yeah. But we are big on um, having everybody have a responsibility. And then we switch it periodically. 
Um, every family does it differently. I have a girlfriend that they switch it daily. I find it's easier to just keep kids on the same task for a while so they remember it and it becomes a habit. Yeah. Um, and then we'll we'll do every have everybody shift and then everybody kind of helps the other person who took over their job to make sure like oh yeah like oh don't forget to you know put the trash bag in <laughs> you know don't just take the trash bag out. Yes. Put it in. <laughs> <laughs> we have more trash coming. Let's prepare for here's it. Here's more coming. Yeah, and usually it's me throwing something in the trash can really, really fast, and they're like, oh, no, there's no bag. <laughs> I'm like, Bleh. Yeah. Um, but it's important to realize, I think that some people, like, it sounds great. Like, everything's like, yeah, it'd be great if my kids would help out. But we have to give our kids grace that they don't won't naturally know how to do it. I mean, I, you would think, like, make your bed is simple enough, right? They see us make it all the time. When they just know how to make their bed, but unless you take the time to show them how to do it and to make it easy for them, because it doesn't help if you got 26 pillows that you want to go on the bed in just the right way. I mean, like, no, like if you are asking them to do something, you have to make it a task that's easy enough for them and not crazy overcomplicated because you have a pillow thing. Um, so that's where it's important. It's simplify it. Don't expect perfection and know that you're teaching them life skills. Because I don't want my kids going out into the world and being a bad roommate if they're in college or being a bad spouse. Not bad, but just being an unhelpful spouse or roommate. Like, I want them to have, you know, organizational skills, but also cleaning skills as well so that they can be a blessing to those around them. Christy Clover, been kind enough to take time out of her very full day. She's author of MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. Podcast on our homepage a little bit later on. Uh, let's uh, conclude perhaps phase three of the three phases in the book. Just one chapter, really, main thing, making your home both functional and fabulous, breathing life and beauty into your home, because I want to give folks the impression it's not strictly about just uh, lots of systems to help try to keep the machine working, but the, but the, the creative you mentioned that you are and how that, can, that, that beauty can come. It's not just stick and span or something, but the beauty that you can create. Well, I think it's so important for people to realize that it is important to bring some beauty into your uh, into your space, into your home. You know, but if you are organizing the space, I've just found through the years that a beautiful place, it, like when you make something beautiful, it makes you happy, and you tend to want to keep it clean. So, I one of my problem areas forever was my bathroom counter, and it wasn't that I couldn't just like scoop things up and drop them into a, a drawer. I can, <laughs> right. I can clean a space like that just like everybody else, <laughs> but I had to take the time to organize the drawers and make sure that the things that I use every day have a specific location um, to be. And then what I did is I added some beauty to the counter so that it made it a place where it's like, yeah, I do want to make my bathroom counter look pretty, even if I'm just in and out. And that was my problem. Is it was an area that I'm like. Ah, who cares? I don't spend any time in here. Yeah. So making sure that you take the time to make your space beautiful is actually really important. And it's like a psychological thing that goes along with it. And what I found time and time again in home after home is that when you do take that moment um, to really make it pop, then it's, it's just more fun to keep it looking nice. And the other thing that I think is so important is that if you ever watch a home show, and I struggle when I watch a home show, so I'm like, please don't design it like that. Because <laughs> sometimes they are they're making a space beautiful, but it's completely dysfunctional. Like, there is no, like I don't want to work in that kitchen. I'm sure that kitchen is going to look gorgeous when you're done, and it has all new countertops and cabinets. But I'm sorry, I don't want to have to go running around my counter to go you know, use something I'm going to use every day. Yes. You really do have to think through 
making sure you are bringing function into your home because you can have both function and, as I said, fabulous <laughs> at the yes. same time. You just have to be deliberate about that. Christy, it's great talking with you. And, uh, you know, we have the program here, uh, not just to have a program. We, I often say we want this show to help people. And uh, the, the best way I think we can help someone is to point them to the Lord. But there are other ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes it's multiple levels. It could just be something as simple as, hey, daylight saving, you know, just happened. Don't forget to set your clock ahead or behind or yeah. whatever it is. But or, or give the forecast or give a prize out. But uh, but there are other ways, too. And this is very this cuts across a lot of levels because you're talking about, you know, things that matter eternally with the Lord. And how does that factor into your day to day? Very practical stuff. So it, it's great to be able to let people know about the book and. Uh, thank you for giving some insight into it and hanging out with us for a while. Oh, absolutely. It was such a joy. Thanks for having me on your show. Sure thing. Greet the family, high fives to the kids, Team Clover, all that. And uh, <laughs> well, well, and, if, oh, and you have a podcast, right? Folks could, could listen to it every yes. now and again? Yes, it's called the Simply Joyful Podcast. Okay. And they can just look that up uh, where, you know, uh, wherever podcasts are available kind of thing? or Yeah, wherever okay. their podcast apps are. If they go to simplyjoyfulpodcast.com, they can see all the links to the shows and, okay. and where to find the podcast as well. And, and you then just... all of my other resources are at my website, which is christyclover.com. Okay, and just to spell it out for folks listening, it's K-R-I-S-T-I, yeah. uh, clover, C-L-O-V-E-R.com. That's excellent. Thank you, Christy. Have Absolutely. A, have a great rest of your day. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Christy Clover author of M-O-M, Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. If you would like to win a copy, text 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. We'll make a winner after the program here. We'll give you, let's make it till 10 after 5. We'll give you a chance to pull over in case you don't want to text and drive, of course. Uh, 610-500-3683 or email D T-I-M-M-Y-D at WFIL.com. Speaking of podcasts, by the way, you can uh, subscribe to our podcast now at lots of places, including on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, which is really cool. In addition to Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and TuneIn, and uh, Spotify. We're growing like a fungus. That's what I say. A good fungus. Right. Anyhow, thanks for listening in. Uh, looking forward to our famous Friday show tomorrow. I don't know why it's famous, but we'll figure it out tomorrow. In the meantime, Jim Axum, Acts 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Have a swell evening. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.